0: This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Go to GoDaddy.com for all of your domain and web hosting needs. Save 10% off by going to GoDaddy.com and entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B L U 13. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a podcast where we used to talk about Once Upon a Time, but then we missed a week and everybody hates us, frowny face.
1: Ah, Don't hate
0: us. No, actually, it it was a wonderful outpouring. We heard... We didn't know we had so many fans. Well we did because we get stats for the downloads of the podcast and stuff, but we thought they were all bots from China or Russia or something like that. But you know, you miss a you miss a week and you get emails and tweets and Facebook messages and really makes you feel loved.
1: It did make me feel loved. I liked it. I like love.
0: But uh, real life uh, for both of us uh, got in the way a little bit last week. There's extremely, couple, yes. A couple of you know, big events going on in both of our lives right now. So it, it, then, you know, there, there's been some sickness, some sore throats, this, that, and the other. And it got, was really hard to get uh, an episode down for "Welcome to Storybrook, but we figured out a way to fix it. What we're going to do uh, in this very special super mega episode. I it, thought it was
1: just a mega episode if it went longer than such a time then it was a super mega.
0: No, it would have been a super mega mega. Aha. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's just a super mega episode. Uh what we're going to do, we're going to <laughs> talk a little bit about last week's episode. Welcome to Storybrook. So if 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 you don't feel like listening to it or you want to listen to this week's episode first, just skip eh, probably half hour 30, yeah, half an hour 40 minutes into the podcast and Uh, You should hit it because we're going to have a special guest, a fan, on the show tonight, uh, Anthony. uh, In keeping with the super mega theme,
1: gotta have something super (laughs) mega, and Anthony is totally super mega.
0: Yeah, to talk about this week's episode, selfless, brave, and true. And we're gonna have a couple news sections, a couple letter sections. It's gonna be jam packed. So why don't we go ahead? (laughs) Why don't we go ahead and get into talking (laughs) about uh, what the story? What? Who? What? I would like to do the little poem thing. I, I, was, I was about to throw it to you, anne Oh,
1: I thought you were jumping into the point. Sorry.
0: Why don't you go ahead and give us the episode description and get into talking about Welcome to Storybrooke.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> what would have been the pilot in any other show comes two seasons in. There's a lot we don't know. Greg Mandel is defined by, defined by his father. They took in this week's episode, Welcome to Storybrooke.
0: Now, this is going to be really interesting because we this is a a position we're usually not in talking about an episode and that we've already seen seen the following episode. episode. Right. Uh, So we'll we'll try and uh,
1: forget anything ever happened.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, you know, I think it's impossible at this point to put uh, selfless, brave and true out of our heads. So, you know, we'll just do the best we can. Sorry, guys. Uh, This shouldn't happen too often. Uh but first of all, uh welcome to Storybrook. There's a lot to talk about. Uh one of the uh one of the big things is we find out that Greg Mandel is not the random uh inattentive driver he first seemed. Uh he, he uh he, as a child, he was camping out uh in the woods near where Storybrooke is. When the curse went down and uh, him and his father kind of got trapped there. Their uh, car got broken into. And eventually um, Regina tried to get them to stay because she was lonely and uh, kind of abducted his father and left him homeless and uh, fatherless. <laughs> and...
1: No, he was a he was an orphan.
0: Yeah, because the mother his died.
1: Just died six months earlier. What is with the show and the orphans?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Hey, well, they, orphans. That's something I really wanted to bring up is because I think uh, Greg or his name was what, Owen? Owen. Yeah. Uh, he, his actual name is Owen, but he was, I think he's kind of what gave Regina the idea to adopt a son uh, from outside of Storybrooke. What? He he was kind of the proto-Henry, if you yes, will. Yes, the
1: prototype of Henry.
0: Uh, you know, she was being really clingy with him. Like she, uh, she's always been with Henry and he was like, oh, wait, you're evil.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like sorry. sorry. Um, and now I forget what I was gonna say. Distracted. Continue where you were.
0: Oh no, I was, I was, I was. Oh, okay. You. I
1: thought of it. Um, that she's like, you know, it's great having this whole new life, but I have no one to share it with. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody just did what she wanted.
0: Yeah, everyone was uh, magically uh, bound to uh, do what she said, more or less.
1: Right, and in the end, that's not what she wanted. She wanted somebody to fight with. She likes having a fight. Are we really surprised that she really likes
0: having a fight? No. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things, you know, uh what happens when you get everything you want? Uh they they no, I completely messed up that that yeah. saying. I what is that saying? I don't know. It's something like when you get everything you ever wanted, then you forget uh these really quaint little sayings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's exactly it. It's
0: totally it. No, but uh, ba- but basically, you know, uh, she's not. She's not happy with what she has, <laughs> uh, or w- with uh, what she thought she wanted, more or less. But uh, okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, you have a point here,
1: right? Um, she just. She really just turns into um, a crazy lady more than she are like more than we already thought she was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like apparently, she's calmed down a bit. Because, like, she's like, I will find a way to have it all. And she's, like, not really casting spells, but she's like, well, in a sense, she's talking into an apple. Or into a heart that looked like
0: an apple. Yeah, the heart walkie-talkie.
1: The heart (laughs) walkie-talkie. It was neat to see how it actually functioned. Mm. Um, breaker
0: one nine breaker one nine.
1: <laughs> breaker one nine breaker one nine pull over the father for drunk driving <laughs> and then he busts into the office
0: can't let them duke boys out of story brook
1: nope not happening <laughs> no and then, a, and a, then the creepy blood apple blood dumpling blood. baking
0: oh yeah She's
1: so weird with that like
0: well dude. it was just like she 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 kind of referenced the fact that she she used one of the app or or that she was pretty proficient with apples and we all know what she used an apple for. (laughs) So it was like very creepy. Right. And and plus I, in I, I went ahead and erase this from our our notes later on because I, we can go ahead and address it here, but overly attached Regina. Hi, uh, I just met you. Come over to my house for lasagna. Oh, wait, why don't you just live here?
1: Move on in.
0: And then your son can be my son. It was really creepy.
1: It was really creepy. Like, really creepy. Mm-hmm. I'm just it, glad that he saw through it.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Well, I don't think he really did. Like, I think he was just kind of satisfied with, uh, Greg's father was satisfied with their life in New Jersey and she was nice, but no, but you, the reason I say that is just because he swung by her office on his way out of town to say thanks and everything.
1: Yeah. I don't know. What? He seemed a little creeped off in apple dumpling land. <laughs> a little bit creeped. Out. I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to go now. We're going to go. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I do like that Regina's lasagna is becoming a theme this season.
1: <laughs> no. Apparently. Well, she can only cook lasagna and things that involve apples.
0: Yes. Yes. That's all uh, she
1: can cook. So she, I mean, <laughs> she has to eat something. And if you think about it, the, we learned that the um, town of Storybrooke is actually kind of on repeat.
0: Yes. So yes. maybe
1: she's only made lasagna
0: hmm yeah and i actually uh si- since you brought that up we'll go ahead and talk about it here we had it a little further no it's fine a little farther down in the le- list but we found a couple things about the nature of the cursed version of storybrook i uh, a- as you said i'll go ahead and let you say it again
1: um like the storybook just starts over every day it's groundhog day
0: yeah it's basically it's groundhog, groundhog, day. groundhog Groundhog day i mean there can it seems there can be some progression As far as characters, because, you know, you see Geppetto uh, just nailing the sign and then the third or fourth day, he's like, man, I hope the sign stays up this time. But it it seems more or less the entire town and all the actions that everyone takes reset every day, uh, which kind of answers my question uh, that I've had for the past several weeks since Greg showed up in town where are they getting food where are they getting this where are they getting that i'm guessing be- since that whole resetting of the town kind of denotes a, a bit of a magical property to it uh, even though you know the curse no magic all that that um you know the curse kind of takes care of all of their needs like food and it has tr- trash service and all that but kind of stuff
1: it's just weird though because they get the newspaper Mm-hmm. They have computers, which is obviously a bit of evolution from 1983.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they had a lot of signs around town that were very 80s, too. Right. and So I'm, I'm guessing probably what happens is... It resets in the year. Yeah, well, you, you know, and I, I'm thinking of this as in kind of like computer terms, too. When it does the reset, yeah, it cross-references with what's going on in the world around it. And kind of updates and configures to that. That's either complex. Th- either that, or it was stuck in the eighties until Emma got there. One or the other. Well, it
1: couldn't have been stuck in the eighties until Emma got there because Henry took internet. Mary Margaret's yeah credit card and got on the internet to find his mommy. I,
0: I, I wonder if I I wonder if uh, there was a computer with the internet on it before Henry got there though. Maybe exactly. Henry brought that with him. Exactly. Because, I mean, the computer wasn't his room. It was his computer. So maybe uh, he brought that. Because, you know, as we said, too, we really haven't seen anyone else use the internet besides uh, him and
1: Emma.
0: Besides him and Emma. But they uh, know about it. They do know about it. It, But could that have been uh, because of Henry, do you think?
1: I don't know. Because, like, the whole reset thing, it makes sense for all the cursed people. But it doesn't. uh, How could it keep resetting if there's a stranger in a sense there? Because when Henry got there, it couldn't just reset every day.
0: Well, obviously, uh, it it did to some degree because he was able to pick up on it. You know, over the course of being there several months. Well, how How long was was he he there? there? Yeah, we'll say probably several months to a couple years, somewhere in that range. Uh, But you know, it, it was enough for him to pick up on it that. Oh, this person walks by this place every day and right. says the same thing to me every, every day. day. And it, that's kind of what got him suspicious and working towards finding Emma and telling her about the book and all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, and then it's weird though, where did Mary and Margaret get the book?
0: This is true. The, in the, uh, did it
1: just like come over with them? Because I don't feel like somebody was just walking around. Um, fairy tale land or the Enchanted Forest, whatever it's technically called, with a book about what was going on at the time. Like, they weren't writing an autobiography.
0: Yeah, after this episode, we had almost every question I've had since the beginning of the series answered, except for the book question. Like, we still don't know a ton about the book.
1: Right, and I wish we did.
0: I I wonder if they'll get to that this season. It seems like like they should at least... You know, approach it. Maybe we find out. I don't know who the author is or something like right. that. At least. Maybe. But I, I hope so. Yeah, you, you know, something about this episode that I really loved, and we said it in the rhyme up front that this was kind of uh, any other show. This would have been the pilot episode.
1: Yeah, most I, definitely.
0: It, you know this basically kind of introduced us to all the characters we got to see the first week in storybrook which was kind of cool and regina's slow disillusionment with it, right uh, her controlling uh graham who returned in this oh
1: that was movie. so nice to see him but it was a little weird just going yeah you're not gonna be here long and gus gus
0: yeah oh and gus gus the return well. of gus gus he played he played a major major role
1: <laughs> he actually did yeah
0: But, you know, uh, one thing in this episode overall that kind of got me and uh, the sheriff, of course, and Gus Gus, but just I I miss all the cursed versions of the characters a little bit. Like it was it was nice to see Mary Margaret again
1: as Mary Margaret
0: in in red and granny kind of being, you know, rebellious teenager and grandma butting heads and everything. Right. I kind of miss those versions of the characters. And we've been living with. The new hybrid versions of the characters for so long that I almost forgot how much I liked them <laughs> right. you know, the cursed versions, yeah, like it all it, it it almost makes me wish they that something would happen where magic you goes go away back. and they get recursed or something for for an arc you know <sighs> not not permanently yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, not permanently, because obviously we've had a lot of character progression, and I would hate to lose that. Please but it would, be, it would be cool to bring them back for another episode or two. Right. But I mean, I, I guess if anything... Do that is flashbacks, though. Yeah, this episode definitely opens up to uh, more flashbacks from uh, the early days of Storybrooke. Or even, you know, if they're going to flashback to anything, it's probably when Henry comes to town.
1: They, ha- they have to do that. They absolutely have to. If they don't, I'm going to start a letter writing campaign. And in 2013, (laughs) a letter writing campaign means Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Maybe a We
0: the People petition. Obama. Obama, Obama. Obama. we need an episode (laughs) with Henry's first week in (laughs) the story.
1: Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. I don't remember what this next one's about. Oh, okay. No, the locket. Hmm. Was the locket in Regina? No, Cora's stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was in Cora's stuff.
1: Okay, I thought so. Who was in the locket? Can somebody tell me?
0: I, I have f- no idea.
1: I couldn't figure it out. and I forgot to go back and slow-mo. Yeah. It, and- the, the,
0: this is where pretty- the weakness in this happens, because we've, we've watched the most recent episode very recently, so it's very fresh in our heads. But this episode we I think we both watched twice.
1: we both watched it twice. We put our notes in last week. We yeah. had to record and shenanigans happened exactly so,
0: so uh, uh, basically uh, you're wondering who was in this locket, and we don't we can't remember a ton about uh the circumstances I of the locket. just don't remember
1: the note, so there's that, and we already covered the next one
0: mm-hmm. yes, we did, yes we did and the next okay. one. <laughs> Uh well uh no, no we didn't co- we not cover this one. I uh, so what what's going on with Hook? Where's Hook? He should be in New York. He he should be in New York and I guess, you know, I I, I was I was trying to play it dumb. <laughs> you, you guys are smarter than that. We have we haven't seen uh or, or we've already seen the most recent episode. Hook uh was left in New York, but now he's gone. Uh so where is Hook? Exactly. Like, uh, it, and we'll probably he talk about out. what's that He get out. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. How did he get out? Did somebody let him out? And, uh, it, since I'm assuming that people, if you haven't watched the most recent episode, selfless, even true, it? uh, skip for it about a minute, but uh, did he break out himself or did Tamara break him, him out? Him. Right.
1: Could she you, was. So, go, what was she going in there for anyway?
0: Uh, she was going to get some of her stuff so she could come to Storybrooke, I, be- mm-hmm. I believe Neil Uh-oh. says at the beginning of that episode.
1: Okay. Anyway, as we were.
0: But yeah, we, we won't talk about it. We'll save that for uh, yeah, the, that episode's the discussion. Episode. But uh, you got to wonder where Hook is and where he's going to show up <laughs> at the least inopportune time, I'm sure. Because
1: he totally is. He's going to show up when they all like sit down to dinner or something. <laughs> As if they get to do that.
0: Yeah, it, needs- when he does eventually show back up, he, he's already technically kind of got his revenge on Rumple. <laughs> uh, you know, if nothing else, he mortally injured him. Did.
1: Right. He didn't know that Mary Wagger was going to turn a little bit evil and save him.
0: Exactly. And, you know, his his partner in crime, Cora, is dead now. So He
1: hated Cora.
0: He did hate Cora, but uh, she served a purpose to him. She for sure. served a purpose. Yeah.
1: They worked together.
0: But you gotta wonder where, what the, where that leaves him when he gets back to Storybrooke.
1: He has no allies. Mm. Though, well, no, he just there's no
0: allies. Actually, you gotta wonder if he can make it back to Storybrooke, considering he doesn't have his ship and he has never been to the modern world until very. But recently.
1: he can read maps and this such. And now that Storybrooke's real again or is real, he can look up a map.
0: Yeah, as long as he's not using Apple Maps, he should be fine. Right? then you just not, gonna go not, into the woods not even hook can successfully navigate
1: it. <laughs> oh apple maps <laughs> you
0: know, um let's see here uh yeah, yeah we did. D- we d- we, c- we kind of touched on this but we did get to see how the heart control thing can work uh you know regina talks into it like a walkie talkie
1: It was so weird because it just seems so faked and forced
0: Yeah, it was like It It was middle school
1: production
0: Breaker 1-9, Breaker 1-9 Breaker Breaker
1: 1-9, pull them over Pull them over, do not let them escape
0: This is Evil Queen coming to you over the heart (laughs)
1: This is Evil Queen speaking to your heart
0: Heart ventricle 3, please Uh, Switch over to heart ventricle 3 I'm getting way into CB radio So I used to to do CB when I was a kid Before the internet Oh,
1: before
0: the internet CB was the internet before the internet (laughs) And uh, let's see, we already talked about Greg's dad, right?
1: Well, kind of. Yeah.
0: Oh, did did we? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're going to reveal a little behind the scenes. We actually, because our our guest Anthony was available, we actually recorded that section first. So we've actually talked about Selfless, Brave, and True already. (laughs) So Trying to keep, yeah trying to keep track of what we've already talked about later anyway. in the episode so you have right. that, that to look forward to yes. a bit more speculation on groups. let's we'll talk
1: about that next <laughs> coming up soon mm-hmm. um so ah yes the gold suffering i think he is suffering as much as snow i think he's just hidden it because you know snow asking you know how do you go on with all this Mm -hmm. and he basically says if you keep telling yourself you're okay one day you might actually believe it which leads me to believe he's not okay with it he's doing what he has to do to get by and
0: that's that well the thing is uh you know he definitely started as a purely good person like as we saw saw in uh the episode where we find out why he was branded the town coward. Right. He, he started out as a really good guy, and even that decision that kind of ruined his mortal life. Right. Uh, excuse me. Um. You know, it it was done with the best intentions.
1: Exactly. So he there, the, son of yeah. father, like that wasn't something to sneeze at.
0: Yeah. But you know, definitely underneath that callous of the dark one, there I I there might still be a good person in there.
1: Yeah. I think there is because even he said, you know, he didn't have to protect Mary Margaret anymore. And he did. Mm-hmm. He still did. And uh, if, he's not going to stop. Again, like they pointed out, they're family now. Mm-hmm. They're family. So, and he respects family because he feels bad for what he's done.
0: Yeah. It way. Plus, he's trying to keep uh, Neil on his side a little bit, too.
1: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit.
0: So you don't want to go killing, killing uh, people uh, when you're trying to win your son back. It's probably not going to work out too well for you.
1: Killing uh, people, letting people be killed.
0: But, you know, that, that brings us to the bigger question, which you've put down here, is is the blackening of one's heart reversible? Uh, do you think Snow could possibly work her way back from this?
1: Yes. Because she's Snow White and she's pure. hmm Was pure, was pure, pure. but her, that's her, her heart is marked, but I don't think her soul is, Mm -hmm. does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, like,
1: like her physical being is marked, but not Mm -hmm. her mental being in that sense,
0: she, she may
1: completely spazzy about it, but.
0: She may have some scar tissue there, some visible scar tissue, but she recognizes that it's scar tissue, so that's something is basically right. what you're saying. Right. Like, uh, well, I mean, it's either going to go one or two ways. Uh, and I, I think it'll come down to it at the end of the season. Either she's going to be completely 100% redeemed, washed as white as the snow, you might say. Or, or uh, she's going to become the new evil queen no like it, it no I mean it has to be at this point it has to be one of two extremes because she can't li I mean obviously they could do this but I I don't see them letting her live through like all next season oh is she going to be good or is she going to be evil is she going to be good or is she going to be evil I think I think by the end of this this season she has to go one direction or the other I think she'll probably go towards the side of redemption but I think it would be really interesting if she went the other way
1: yeah. Oh, it definitely would be interesting, but.
0: I mean, it, everyone's allegiances would be challenged by if, if she did that, like, not just to her, but to each other. Right. You know, would Emma want to hang out with Charming if Charming was defending an evil snow? Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, even if they're, they are her parents. Yeah. Do- it's,
1: I don't know, because she searched so long for them, but mm-hmm. they're not the parent. I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's hard to say. It's, it's hard really to say. hard to say. We're gonna see, but we'll probably get a little more insight to it uh, in the next episode. But uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Welcome to Storybrook, and we tried to keep this for
1: this half this, of the episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, we but we tried to keep this uh, relatively short, uh, just since we have so much to get to. But let's see. Uh, out of twenty-four oh, black spots in a heart, how yeah. many black sp- spots in a heart do you give this episode? uh
1: 21 21 21 it was a good episode lots happened lots of things there's progression mm. there's character development i like when there's actual stuff like that um yeah i mean we saw almost everybody i felt we needed to see and something actually progressed with them. so that i don't know i liked it what more do you yeah. want to say i
0: i really enjoyed it too <laughs> i i would w- w- what did you give it again 21? 21? Out of 24? Out of 24? Yeah. I'll give it 25 out of 24. Oh.
1: Mainly, snap!
0: <clears throat> mainly because this is an episode that I've been I've been curious about how all of this went down, the entire series. And this episode answered so many questions not just about Storybrook and the nature of the town, you know, during the curse, but it also uh kind of addressed Greg Mandel and kind of completely recontextualized the whole outsider and storybook thing, which I thought right. would really be cool yeah, too.
1: that was kind of intense,
0: but a really good episode overall. And uh, in just a couple minutes, we're going to get to some news and some listener questions, and then we'll move on uh, to talk about selfless, brave and true. But, you know, we found out this week that when you don't put out a podcast episode, <laughs> I, uh, that uh, people need to contact you and the best way to post up your contact information so people know where to find you is by putting up a website.
1: That's a good idea. We should do that.
0: We we definitely should. I we should have a website. You know what? It, what? It's, it's really weird. I, I just, I happened upon this website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Oh, really? It, yeah. And there was a contact link there. Oh, and. It had our email address and Twitters and all this stuff. I I don't know if someone's stalking us or what. We might have a stalker. But luckily, all of our fans who missed us last week were able to get a hold of us through that contact page. Good. Uh, But the thing is, you know, if you're going to set up a website like that, you're going to need web hosting. You're going to need some place to to put the website. Where would I get
1: that? Where would we get hosting?
0: Well, what I did, I went and I did a who is lookup on the the storybrook dot com. I don't know who set it up. Uh-huh. Don't know who. Don't know who. No, but I I went and I looked at the who is, and it said they were hosted with GoDaddy dot com.
1: GoDaddy. <gasps> Go I've heard of them. Can you? I don't know much about them though. Uh well,
0: from from what I gathered, because I then I Googled them obviously. Well, you have to Google. Yeah. Uh, they offer all sorts of web hosting plans, uh, dedicated hosting, shared hosting with email addresses, uh, FTP access uh, for an additional charge, SSH access. If you know what that means, you know you want it. Um, <laughs> but a ton of, of, of uh, great services, uh, 99.9% uptime, which is phenomenal. Uh, and uh it, it's it's really easy to get to too uh because uh the greetings from Storybrook site they've been putting these codes up there uh, along with like a link to our episodes which is really weird
1: Who are these people I would like to give them a hug
0: I don't know I don't know I they 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 had their name blacked out on the who is so I I don't know who's putting up this greetings from Storybrook website me. But uh, they they had the co- they had the codes here uh if you want to get uh 10% off of uh wh- a web hosting package You can use the promo code POD13 at checkout. And if you want to get uh, 10% off anything available on GoDaddy.com, you can use the promo code Blue 13 That's B-L-U-13 at checkout. And I guess any... That sounds cool. Yeah, and I, I guess any purchases you make using those codes uh-huh. helps out the people who set up that greetingsfromstorybrook.com website.
1: That's so nice.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, we don't know who they are. We don't know who it is. We'll probably be suing them for whatever money they make from, <laughs> from these GoDaddy <laughs> purchases. But, uh, you know, help them out. So help when we out. sue them, help they them have more money available. Stars.
1: Exactly. Help us help you help them help us. Exactly. Something like that.
0: Exactly. And thank you to GoDaddy.com for sponsoring you, this Daddy. episode of uh, <laughs> Greetings from Storybrooke.
1: Greetings from Storybrook.
0: And now, on to the news.
1: News. News.
0: Okay, you want to take the first story or should I?
1: Um, I'll take
0: it. Okay, take it.
1: Okay, so we've heard lots about a spinoff. We've heard there mm. was gonna be a Jefferson one and what have you. Nope.
0: Guess, guess, spin-off.
1: <laughs> that was in our heads, dear. <laughs> um but it's looking like Alice in Wonderland mm. of a spin-off. Um oh there's a the pretty blue eyed girl. Um sorry, <laughs> scrolling, computer's slow, it's tired. Um Let's say last we heard, once upon a time, rumored Mad Hatter spinoff, but since Sebastian Stan, the actor who plays the Mad Hatter, is too busy in many, many different roles, that's not going to happen.
0: He's playing uh, Bucky Barnes in the new Captain America.
1: Which I know, but he's also on Broadway or something right now too. Mm-hmm. So he has he has multiple like. Projects. Um, let's see. But what about Alice? This is yet to be confirmed. But deadlines. Nelly, something I can't pronounce. Tells us. Adriva. 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 I don't know. I hate mispronouncing people's names because <laughs> um, details about the spinoff are being kept under wraps. But I have learned that it takes place in Wonderland. While the original idea was to use once his character of Mad Hatter to transition to the w- new world. That plan was ultimately dropped. I hear the story will now be told through the point of view of Alice, who has not appeared on Once, surrounded by several new characters. The spinoff takes place in a post-Curse world, though, like on Once. There will be flashbacks so we could potentially see familiar faces.
0: Like Cora, possibly. Cora. Since she was the Queen of Hearts and everything. Yeah. But I, I kind of like that. For for one, it would be really nice to see one of the other lands since the curse. Right. And you know,
1: something had to change there, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, we really never even got very clear insight on... It, it, we didn't get insight onto how Jefferson made it from Wonderland to Storybrooke, did we?
1: Uh-uh.
0: Yeah. I, you know, so uh, we need some context on that. Plus... You know, in the, the next story deals with this a bit, too. It's really cool to see them, because this, this show is really about world building, and it's cool to see them. I, I, I think they've the show ha- has enough success now uh-huh. that ABC is willing to put a little money behind expanding that world, both in the form of this and—let me swallow here. <clears throat> Don't die, please. And uh, in our next story, uh, in a, a novel— actually that's so cool. uh, let's see uh, this and this comes from shelf-life.ew.com which is entertainment weekly's uh, book section book blog uh, but it says abc's once upon a time is expanding its kingdom for to the publishing realm with a new book series oh, that's in, quality. in what seems like a natural pairing for the show once upon a time is debut debuting a fantasy novel from disney-owned hyperion books the first title in what may be a series of books is titled *Reawakened*, and it's novelization of the show shows first. It's a novelization of the show's first season, and promises to give fans of the show a whole new look at their favorite characters and stories. When's that uh, coming out? Sorry, it is coming out. Let's see here, April twenty seventh. Ooh, uh, on on uh, ebook. So probably like Amazon, iTunes, stuff like that. I mean. Uh, but it's gonna it alternate uh, points of view between Snow and Emma, and there'll be flashbacks and this, that, and the other. Uh, it, it this sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's going to be covering a lot of the main beats from the first season. It looks like, but it's going to be recontextualizing them and getting a little bit into the characters' heads too. I uh, uh, so we'll definitely we'll definitely be covering this book on the show. I probably probably I'd guess probably a week after it comes out to give everyone time to read it. But uh, then we will definitely be discussing it in depth, I'm sure.
1: Maybe this summer do a special mm. episode or some, or couple episodes.
0: Yeah, go but, uh, it. but uh, it looks really cool. And uh, so everybody pick up uh, the first of hopefully many Once Upon a Time books. Right. Okay, uh, let's see uh, here. Now we're going go to go ahead. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead. It has been a long night, folks. Already, that's what happens when you do a super mega episode, though. It's
1: super mega <laughs> crazy.
0: <laughs> All right, hey, uh, first, we're we're going to play a voicemail. Oh, sorry. Were you gonna go ahead? I was ahead
1: gonna and... say flip flop them.
0: Oh, do Kate first? Yeah. Okay, uh, you, you want to go ahead and do Kate first? Sure. This
1: is a letter we got from Kate, Mystery Cat Twenty Five. Hi, guys. This is Kate. AK mystery cat 25 guess i should have read ahead um first <laughs> off just want to say how much i am enjoying your podcast i came across it because of the round table with once podcast and i absolutely love it it is very funny informative and laid back love the rhyming little poems that recap the episodes briefly
0: haha yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: love the random callbacks to songs i haven't heard in forever episode commentary was hilarious please do more in the future especially as we know so much now that we'll pick up more stuff. Friday night spoiler parties are fun. I've tried to avoid most spoilers for a while and gave up. The stuff here is still fun and even with spoilers, they still manage to surprise us. Ah, hold on, my thing scrolled. I'll pick um, up. Bill oh. Oh, sorry, Bill, you need to read Harry Potter or at least listen to the Jim Dale. Read it. Either way, even the actors are tweeting quotes from it. Get on board. Also, once <laughs> fills my Harry Potter void. The reading, the writing is similar. If you reread and realize the clues were planted, Harry Potter was the last time I sat around theorizing about stuff. Anne Marie, you need to watch Mulan. You'll love Mushu the Dragon. Trust me, I have seen it. Ha-ha. I promise. I have seen it probably ten times, never in one stretch, but I have <laughs> seen it. I know who Mushu is. I see myself, like, dancing around with the kids, singing the songs. So I'm just going to have to sit down probably, like, one, like, Thursday night when the kids are in bed and watch it to watch it. But I see where you're coming from, people. You know, I can appreciate the strong woman character. Love a strong woman character. Well,
0: it's, it's, good to see, it's good to see you finally got down to business oh to defeat God. the Hun. <laughs> no singing no but uh uh, kate uh actually her letter went into much more detail like she said she marathoned our our show not once upon a time she marathoned our show
1: that's so awesome and like
0: and then responded to probably a dozen points that we've brought up over the course of this season and it's an amazing letter unfortunately since this is the super mega episode and we didn't want it to be the super mega mega episode uh we had we had to truncate it quite a bit but what we did is we put it up on the website greetingsfromstorybrook.com so you can go there and look over it she she actually uh, like i said she addressed a lot of points we brought up answered a lot of questions we brought up th- throughout the whole season actually if if this podcast was a novel her <laughs> letter her letter would be the appendix to the novel. <laughs> you know, w- when you're on like page 46 it says please refer to appendix A. Appendix A would be her her letter. Yeah. So, I definitely go and check that out if 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 we've uh, at all intrigued with our theories, our questions, anything like that. She does a great job of addressing a lot of them here. A lot of stuff I'd actually forgotten about because oh, yeah. you know, we've done this over the course of uh, what 9 months now? Not 9 one, months, 10 close. months something yeah. like that. Interesting. Very very interesting. Okay, and uh, finally uh in we'll have some more listener feedback later in the show. But I I first I want to apologize. Uh we got this voicemail from Bud last week and because of life, the universe, everything, yeah. we weren't able to play it. Dude oh. called it. Dude it, it get,
1: straight called it. If you haven't seen this week's episode, You don't want to listen to Bud's voicemail?
0: Yeah, skip a couple minutes into the future. Just don't,
1: no, just turn it off. Because the whole next half is about. Mm -hmm. But, dude, you're impressive. You're impressive.
0: Definitely, Bud. We have to give you a lot of credit for this. uh, But we'll go ahead and uh, play that voicemail right now.
2: Hey, guys, Bud here. This last episode was absolutely insane. It was actually a twist that I was not expecting. Um... But then my mind started doing his evil thing and brewing up stuff. I believe that Greg obviously the show that he was a child and he's trying to find out what's going on in the storybook. But I believe that Tamra, who is Neil Cassidy's fiance, is actually the her on his
1: cell phone. That's my theory. What do you guys think? Keep up the awesome. Bye.
0: Yes, bud. You bud. called it.
1: So good, man
0: so thank good you, thank you so much and and we apologize so so much for not playing this voicemail last week but uh bud was the one who won our notes so at least we were able to get him a little something i hope uh, you
1: could it, read the chicken scratch
0: <laughs> even if we weren't able to air his voicemail to so he could take credit for calling this but trust us if if bud points you to this episode saying hey i called it we got this voicemail last week we did so we did. yes but, uh, you know, if you actually, if if you want to leave us any, uh, and we'll tell you this later in the show, too, but if, if you want to send us any feedback, uh, you can write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Uh, we have uh, Twitter at GF Storybrook. Uh, we have a Facebook and a Google Plus account, which you can find at our website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. And uh, we also have a voicemail number like Bud used this week or last week, rather. Sorry, bud. Uh, but if you want to leave us a voicemail, the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Okay, and now we're going to go ahead and start talking about this week's episode. Unfortunately, I didn't write a rhyme because I'm going to write a rhyme for the Unified episode, but uh, the episode was called uh, Selfless, Brave, and True. And uh, to discuss it with us, we've gone ahead and uh, connected with one of our fans over Skype, uh, Anthony Hooper. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, now, now, uh, how, how did you discover the show? Uh, not uh, Once Upon a Time or our show, you know, just to <laughs> find a little more about you.
2: Uh, well, actually, um, for uh, ABC, I was just perusing through the, through the uh, channels one day, and then it just dawned on me it was coming this fall, and I was like, oh, uh, okay, coming this fall. All right. Fairy tales, and I was like, Okay fairy tales that's that that's great, I love that and then <laughs> just the whole the whole thing was just amazed me from point like from start to finish of the whole trailer, mm-hmm. and it was amazing I mean like I squealed like a little
1: schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love when something sucks you in like that, too.
2: Exactly. And you know what? Not, not a lot of things these days do that to me because I don't watch TV that much. But when Sunday at 7 o'clock comes, the whole house, everything shuts down. Don't ask me nothing. <laughs> My eyes are glued to the TV. Nice. <laughs>
0: Very nice. Uh, now, uh, you know, we, when we've had a, a guest on before, you know, we like to ask them, you know, a, a little bit about, you know, their background and everything. Uh, what, what do you do in your spare time?
2: Um, In my spare time at the moment, I'm actually in between jobs and I'm looking for some employment and everything, something in the uh, technology field. But I'm a graduate of um, IT Technical Institute, so I'm way deep in technology, really. That's my hobby technology, this technology, that.
0: Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I'm all deep in there. Is it sort of like, are are you kind of like an IT guy or? Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Excellent. Microsoft certified and all that business?
2: (laughs) Oh, it's getting there, <laughs> little by little.
0: Nice. <laughs> Who's your favorite character on the show?
2: My favorite character, man. Uh, his agenda is changing like ever so quickly, almost in every other episode. First he's good, first he's bad. But my favorite character I have to be Rumpelstiltskin in the beginning. <laughs> well,
1: you gotta love still
0: A man after my own heart. Rump- Rumpel <laughs> is what. Like, I watched the show out of curiosity. Rumpel's what kept me there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, hey. you know, obviously there's a lot of great stuff about the show, but Rumpel was just, was just fascinating from appearance one. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. A, Robert Car- Car- Carlyle just, just does such a good job with him as far as, like, the nuances. Like, you can almost tell exactly what uh, what period of Rumpel's timeline mm-hmm. uh, the character's in any time. Yeah, he's just, by probably the, way, the he,
1: only he one who... Sorry
0: oh no go ahead i
1: was gonna say he's probably the only one that you can see the timeline in like everybody else kind of gets a little blendy sometimes and you're like wait did this happen yet did this not and no you can completely tell with him
2: exactly exactly who's alive and who's not (laughs) And who's not exactly because it's like um as i was listening to you all a couple weeks ago um i had noticed that when um well, it wasn't a couple of weeks ago, but it was when actually we got to know how his relationship was with Mila, and you know his child on the way and everything. Mm-hmm. And then um, you can basically tell he wasn't touched by dark magic, not yet. <laughs> so he was right. actually a cool person.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was so weird to see him happy because the other flashbacks we've got to him, you know, as a civilian, not as the Dark One. Uh, he was. He was. You know put upon and he was shamed within the town and everything he was just always depressed it was so right. it, it, that episode it was so weird at the beginning just to see him so happy
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Most definitely.
0: but i hear that uh, i you know this is our mega super episode and it's going to be long anyway so uh let's go ahead and get into talking about uh this week's episode selfless brave and true uh now the first thing i wanted to bring up was uh we, we got a couple curveballs here, mainly related to Tamara and, and our good buddy Greg, or uh, what, what was his actual Owen. name? Owen. Owen. Yeah. Owen. Owen. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm still gonna always think of him as Greg, but uh.
1: I think everybody will because we've, we've known Sammy. him the most that way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: But basically, basically, we find out that uh, Tamara and Greg uh, they're they're working together on this. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, oh and my as. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as surprising as it was It wasn't surprising mm-hmm. Because I mean the whole build up of this episode Is how evil Tamara is And then all of, Like we knew from last episode How not great Greg is mm-hmm. And then it sort of made sense That they were together kinda, I can't wait to see how they got together though
0: Yeah How yeah. that In-
1: all That interaction
0: Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> Because yeah, it, it, Oh go ahead no, go
0: ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say it 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 was it was a little out of left field, but I I, I got to say I'm still impressed with impressed with uh Bud. Bud his voicemail calling it last week. I I feel oh so God, bad that we didn't get to play that voicemail. Uh <laughs> but yep. yeah, he completely called it. it. And it it like it makes sense in the context and it was really kind of cool to see, you know, earlier in the episode, you have Tamara telling Emma they're her and uh Neil's uh When We Met story and then right right at the end of the episode they flash back and you see that it was actually you know, a con. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know. There's so many con artists in the stinking show. (laughs) It's like trying to keep track of who is real and who is fake and who's doing what. It's like I need a graph.
0: Uh, Anthony, Anthony do, do you have any theories about uh, what what might be going on with uh, Tamara and Greg at all? Do, do you have any inkling of of how that might have developed?
2: Well, um, let me see here. Basically, I like what I probably think that's going to happen. She's probably going to play a big role. The season finale, most definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's out there. I think in the um, trailer from this past Sunday's episode, um I could have sworn I heard, "Oh, I'm the one that's trying to get rid of magic," or "Oh, I'm trying to do this," or "I'm trying to do that." And you know, it's just that evil starting to really rear his ugly head around, and you really can't tell whether she's trying to get rid of it for just her own sufferers or trivial ends of just thinking for herself or mm-hmm. if she's just trying to, you know, just getting getting rid of it all. See, I, think she's, I really? think she's
1: trying to capture it. I think she's trying to, like, yeah, because she was, like she said when she was talking to the dragon, is she was, all, she has traveled the world far and wide trying to find mm-hmm. magic, basically, mm-hmm. and he was the only one who had real magic, and she basically killed him so nobody else could find it. Yeah. So, I don't know, I think they might have met up in search of this magic, because, you know, for all we know about Mr. Greg, he was probably on some sort of a message board going, (laughs) so there's this storybook, has anybody ever heard of it? Somebody has to have heard of it! Mm -hmm. My dad! And I feel like she'd have come across that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wonder too. Like, uh, like obviously she she had to have been searching out magic herself before she ran into Greg because I don't think he Greg really even knew that that magic existed. Uh, I mean, he obviously the town had disappeared and stuff, but the only one I think that would have got an impression that magic existed was his dad because he saw the whole thing with the heart walkie talkie <laughs> and. uh <laughs> But but you, you know so you, you got to wonder you know where how they how they got together it's it's just uh that that's one of the big mysteries left for this season for sure yeah
2: yeah I totally agree with you um you, you're right absolutely right she you know they could have met in, in between searching for magic and you know they just didn't show it because that's just a story that's just waiting to be told some somehow some way within these episodes I bet it's going to be mm-hmm. explained.
0: And uh, a, another uh, mystery they raised in this episode, Amory. If you want to take that one.
1: Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, the dragon.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does he have magic outside of the curse? How? Or,
0: or yeah, yeah, outside of Storybrooke.
1: Well, even Storybrooke didn't have magic when he had magic.
0: This is true.
1: Because he that was when Emma got to Storybrooke, which is why. Um, August started turning back into wood because he was a bad boy, <laughs> and <laughs> I. But he knows all about them.
0: It's yeah. He kn- he <gasps> knows Pinocchio. Ooh
1: ooh 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 ooh! Thought of something. What? Do you think he might have written the book?
0: Actually, that well, is wow. brilliant. That is every
1: now and then I got one. Every now and then.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? I I usually shoot holes through your. Theories and you know, say say you're full of crap, but I think you're onto something here. I
1: think I might be onto something, and that <laughs> literally just came to me in a, in like a vision.
0: Yeah, yeah because something. Yeah, he, <laughs> he he definitely the dragon definitely seems like the kind of guy who would have that kind of in depth yeah. knowledge. You know, yeah. he, right? He's you know the old wise wise man. He's the Obi Wan Kenobi, if you will, <laughs> of, the, of the story. We <laughs> so need another Star Wars <laughs> reference.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, do you think he's at all in Mulan's world? Is that I, his connection?
0: I was... Oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, 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 um, what I was going to say is actually, while I was um actually preparing, you know, to come on the episode with you guys, I was actually thinking that that way too because the only couple fairy tales that I know that have dragons in it are as follows, which is, you know, in Merlin's story um, mm-hmm. and uh, Sleeping Beauty, And in Mulan,
1: but he he can't, I mean, you know,
0: but
1: (laughs) Mushu from Mulan. Oh yeah. Oh, my kids have had Mulan on repeat. Everyone will be glad to know. I have now seen Mulan. I have not properly Um... absorbed it yet because there's always at least one child on me, but it, that totally makes sense. And if
0: it's. That's actually yeah. the first thing I thought of. Uh, like, like I, I, I thought he might transform into a similar creature and get Eddie Murphy's voice or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man! Special
0: <laughs> guest story, Eddie Murphy <laughs> on this week's Once Upon a Time.
1: On a very special Once Upon a Time. Um. Okay. So I just want to see how that's going to play out now that the dragon is dead.
0: Yes. Also,
1: yeah. how did he? I mean. Somebody had pointed out, I think, that how did a a Sting Taser kill the man? He has magic. He was, like, rising and attacking. Like, how did he not see that coming? Or did he see it coming and let it happen? And let it happen.
0: Well, there has to be something with that Taser because, as I think uh, one of our listeners points out in a letter that we'll uh, be discussing later, uh, the Taser worked on Pinocchio, who's made of wood. So... uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Tamara, through her journeys trying to discover and capture magic, maybe she found a magic taser somewhere (laughs) along the way.
2: magic (laughs) taser? That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense because I was was actually shocked that it actually worked on wood. I mean, okay, I I, I get the dragon. You know, human body, fragile, shocked to the heart. Yeah, he's dead. But wood?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it's kind of confusing, too, because... Uh, You you know, one of the things with August that's kind of been a rule of August and his particular condition, uh, the woodening, um, is that if you don't believe, you don't see the wood. So it almost like on a and I'm sure they won't get into this because it it would be really boring. Uh, But, (laughs) you know, is is there an element of human flesh still there? And is the wood just an enchantment? But there's actually still a human in there. But yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard to say, but uh, I, I I vote right now, Magic Taser.
2: Magic Taser. Uh, Magic Taser is yeah. I know Star Wars preference. Who knows? It might
0: be a hidden lifesaver.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Nice. laughs>
0: Use the Force, Tamara. Use, Use the Force. The force. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, is, since we're talking about Tamari anyway, we should probably talk a little bit about her first encounter with August. Uh, August uh, is living over there in a town that I, I thought the name of the town was hilarious, but it's not appropriate for a family no, show. No, it rhymes with bucket. Wait we'll okay. we'll leave we'll leave it at that <laughs>
1: we'll <leave> it
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know he he's living over there, boozing it up, having some fun, whatnot, and he starts turning back into wood, but it, you know they kind of show this is the most we've got to see of August before he came into the story. I mean, we got a little glimpse of him in tallahassee mm-hmm. but, but wow. this this is really the first time we've we've got a, a pretty Decent view of him, and this is uh, happening a- around the same time, I think, uh, as you know Emma first arriving in Storybrooke, and everything.
1: Well, it is because the wooden leg.
0: Yeah, yeah, the wooden leg, and like, all uh,
1: happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now, my confusion, though, okay, in Tallahassee, he sort of seemed to be like a good dude, like he was on, mm-hmm. like it felt like he was on some r- sort of road to redemption. Then,
0: well, wasn't that some seven or eight years before?
1: correct yeah what happened to throw him off the the good track
0: this this is a good question because
1: right now he's he's really flip-flopping up and down of having you know being good being not so good being good being not so good like dude come on (laughs) (laughs) you're either gonna turn to wood or you're gonna be a person let's just pick and pick and choose
0: you know what and this was a point i wanted to bring up to like uh the august character especially with that flip floppiness um, uh which is weird for a wooden guy uh spoiled <laughs> <but, laughs> wood no, no but uh he he's like he's exactly what i would picture in my head having read the original pinocchio stories what an adult pinocchio would be like you know he 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 would be basically a rock star with, with, with a little less fame, you know, just kind of, kind of like going out there, ripping the world, a new one, living it up. And I, I, I really enjoyed that. And, uh, although it was really short lived, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And it, August won't be having any more adult. <laughs> adventures. No. There
1: will definitely not be any more adult encounters. <laughs> uh. No, there wouldn't be sad.
0: Yes. Because, uh, August, uh, is also out of the running as a love interest for Emma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes because she Sorry. is guaranteed to have one this season right
0: yeah i'm pretty sure they they've said that she would have a love interest so i guess that there's le-
1: only like four episodes left
0: i guess that, well, leaves, that leaves
1: hook hook, uh, well, look, hook. Where, hook here's a
2: Sorry. good question
1: mm-hmm. where is he where is <laughs> hook do you think tamara let him out
2: i uh, you know what I would not doubt for a second. You know, she seems to have her own hidden agenda. I mean, you know, she turns out to be, you know, maybe going a little bit ahead here, but she turns mm-hmm. out to be the person who, you know, he's been speaking to. And it's, yeah. it's crazy. You know, she might have her own hidden agenda here. Like, she might have done something.
0: Yeah, like... Uh you know, she's she knew she was going back to Storybrooke to accomplish something. Uh, if she could get Hook in on it, all the better, right? So wow. really,
1: he could be there.
0: Yeah, he could already be back. We
1: didn't we didn't see her pull up.
0: Yeah, we didn't see the the trip. And story for all goes. we
1: know, you know, stop at the line. He hops out of the car. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I almost believe Hook's back.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, regardless of anything, regardless of if he's working with Tamara if she let him out or not, uh, we definitely haven't seen The Last of Hook. Oh, right? no. Definitely.
1: No, no,
0: no. Like, he was one of the main characters they teased for this season, so <laughs> he, right, he has no to have some sort of resolution.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Still has to go uh, after that crocodile.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to give up.
0: No. He's, he's not the type. and pl- Plus, with the... Uh, and uh, it, this is slightly spoilery, so I won't say the exact titles or anything. But uh, based on the episode titles for the last two episodes, I, I I think we're we're safe that Hook will be a major player. In yeah, the last that's true.
1: It's true. The titles do give it away. The, the but, uh, titles very much do give it away, especially <laughs> the next
2: two episodes. I mean, come on. <laughs> Those
1: Episodes are going to be amazing.
0: Definitely. Can't wait. But, uh, uh, one thing I wanted to tie back into uh, August getting turned back into a young Pinocchio and everything. One thing I thought was hilarious and very very fairy tale was uh-huh. when when uh, you know August was laying there dying and they were like, "Oh, who can save him? Who can save him? Oh, the blue fairy could turn him back or whatever." And oh Henry, guys, and here. it was like, "We need the blue fairy," and she just like jumps into the frame. <laughs>
2: She's like, don't worry I was just right next to you, not in camera's view
1: (laughs) I was at the farmer's market, just passing by Yeah, like She's always right there, this is not the only time She's just jumped into scene yeah, exactly. pretty much.
0: And, and uh, this is, uh, Amory, uh this really reminds me of, because we did a uh, children's theater based on fairy tales <laughs> back in college yes. together. And this, this is, to- that, that is totally, that is totally something we would have done as a joke within that. Like it was traveling children's theater, going to elementary schools and. This
1: would have been a crystal.
0: Yeah, yeah, thinking. this is totally a gag that would have been, <laughs> been pulled there. I thought it was hilarious. Some people were like, that was so unrealistic. And I was like, uh, but skin fighting the evil queen from Snow White is realistic? I, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: okay, so um, Beanfield, we mentioned that and we don't come back to it?
0: Yeah, that, that was a, like, a very offhanded me- mention, uh, but basically they're making progress.
1: Well, and didn't he say like they're going to be ready soon? I think they're going to be yeah. ready in approximately four and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking like that. It's going to be when Hook appears. Maybe he's oh, out of the field. <laughs>
2: right. Oh, suddenly it's ready. It's it's finished. Let's go, guys. Come on, it's time <laughs> to go back
0: right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, the beans will be ready uh, about. Two and a half minutes before the the finale, and then some the, someone someone uh, someone will approach a beanstalk, fade to black, and we'll have to wait all summer to find out what happens.
1: Oh, I hope not. That, I would really, that kind
2: of shenanigans. No, I, I. You know what? Um, I could really, really just agree with you there because. When season two, I mean, when 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 uh, season one was getting ready to end, and all of a sudden, oh, you found me. You know, the the legendary words has been said over and over again all season long of season one. Mm-hmm. You found me. You know, enough to lead it to the uh, purple smoke coming all over our story <laughs> again. And oh, like oh, too late. You gotta wait until <laughs> you know yeah. after we come back from break mm-hmm. to find yeah. out.
0: That thing yeah, they, you've been they like waiting really for that, that thing you've been waiting for all season, it's happening, and now wait three or four months. Exactly. <laughs> gotta gotta <laughs> oh I I'm I'm sure we'll get some sort of big cliffhanger and we'll be frustrated <laughs> also. Exactly.
1: exactly. It's like, definitely like, still looking like it's gonna be the showdown at the OK Corral though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be everybody in the middle of town. All right, who's going? Everybody to the left. Who's not going? Everybody to the right. Oh, look, it's a news van. Welcome, Perez Hilton. What's up? Like, it's really setting up to be that. Though, I'm not so sure about the news thing anymore.
0: Yeah, because I... Because
1: her is evil and not, like, randomness.
0: Well, My whole theory about, you know, the news van coming in was based on the presumption that Greg Mandel was just some random guy who got into a wreck. But you know, as we learned from Welcome to Storybook, that's not the case at all. so
1: much. yes. So different.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he he's he's a bit more tied into the whole situation than one would have you believe. Speaking right. of that, actually, what do you think uh, happened with uh, his dad? Because Regina claims that he left. So do you think he was just a bad dad <laughs> or a deadbeat dad? No, and he's and totally
1: w- in the bottom of the hospital. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah, you know, where, Who
0: believes where regina. Is, don't believe regina exactly. she
1: has
2: him locked up where exactly where Bill was i bet you probably still in the same cell as well sitting there in the a fetal position mm-hmm.
1: Not much like he With was grandpa he, beard exactly <laughs> sort of grandpa beard
0: rip van like, winkle he, he's the rip van, huh? rip van winkle of this story nice nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely there somewhere. Hmm. I don't know how we haven't found him. Also, Dr. Whale, what you up to? Anybody?
0: Yeah, we haven't oh, seen him goodness. in a while. He's yeah,
1: been hiding exactly. for a, quite a while now. How long has been
2: hiding since since he tried to bring, um, um. um <laughs> Greg? Uh, no, um, uh, actually, since he tried to bring him back, up. Uh, no, yeah, actually, yeah, since Greg. Greg. You're right. Yeah. Where have you been, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ruby
1: you know, seems I, to be hiding with Henry, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, wow.
0: And to break the fourth wall a bit, little bit, I know about a week ago, I saw David Andrew Rivers, uh, Dr. Whale. Uh, he tweeted out, I, I'm on a show called Once Upon a Time. I, I, I remember I used to do something like this. Like, he was back on the set after a long break or something. so." Oh so right. I, I, I'm sure he'll be back I I, I really hope all of our, our main characters, anyone who's got a, a decent uh, storyline going, you know, makes an appearance before the end, we haven't seen really seen Grumpy in a couple weeks no. either really and
1: that's inappropriate, well he's out in the bean fields
0: this is true, this is true he's, he's to got be a chin- the team
2: <clears throat> that may be true, I mean like um, since he seemed like he was with um, Mary Margaret and and um, Charming, you know all over town, you know. Basically, the right hand man. <laughs> first, um, first in line, uh dwarf, You know, most important at least because the other ones is like, oh, we're here, we're just stand-ins, and you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, i know right. Sneaky and all that, you know. But really, it's him that really has the bigger part out of all of them, though. So, where has he been? Is the question.
0: Yes. Well, maybe since he got su- such a prominent role in what was it like three or four episodes there right after we came back from Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I it was it was Grumpy Palooza. So maybe yes. maybe uh maybe the actor had had some other obligations or they wanted to give someone else, some other people some FaceTime. or it could be the fact that there's so much stuff going on it's almost impossible to keep so track of there. for people who are obsessed with the show like we are. Right. Maybe maybe may, may just uh, too much in the mix. Yeah, but uh, I okay, and I, I'm having trouble remembering this exact line, but I thought it was. Oh a no, class- I got it. You, I've got you, it. You have the exact line, classic yes. Regina line in this episode. Very snarky. Emery, <sighs> uh, uh, go ahead and read the exact line. I just love this line.
1: You should try the fish special. Why, blackened soul. <laughs> oh, but um, I love that she's man. back to classic Regina, and I don't even like Regina.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like, love that. I agree with you. There, it's good to see her back where she was. You know, in in the um, first season and everything, all evil and mm-hmm. just. I will take everything that you love, all that you love, <laughs> will will be taken from you. Yeah. Well, I
1: think she's just stronger as a character Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she has a definite motivation, a definite goal, and she's going to do anything to get it. Like she's Mm -hmm. not wishy washy. Like she was with her mother around.
0: Well, I I think, I think a big uh, theme for her this season has been doubt and trying to figure out where she belongs and how to get what she wants. But you know, the, the last scene of the last episode she figured it out, and she realized all she has to do is sit back and take it easy, and let nature run its course. And right. so she she's back to being confident. She's in control of the situation. She knows exactly how it's going to go down. She's not worried about anything anymore.
2: Yeah, not all. At all she's waiting for is just Snow White's heart to turn black as cold. just like her mother had mentioned. To you know, her. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she actually. Said to Snow White's mom, you know, like um, to in her face or anything like that, but you know Mm -hmm. she's gonna make sure that her heart turns cold, you know, like really cold and really black.
1: Oh, it was Cora over um, Ava's dead body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was to her, but to a dead corpse.
0: So that that's funny. Uh, Regina's still helping out Cora, (laughs) even even after Cora's died. in a way.
1: They had a so, sick relationship though. They really did. Uh, <laughs> you don't think that,
2: you know, Dr. Welcome, another, I may be able to bring muck back to
0: life. <laughs> I, hope not. I hope not. There's <laughs> uh, no way. So, no way at all. So something we should also probably talk about is just uh in, I, I mean Henry brings it up a little bit uh, here and there too, but just how dark everyone is becoming on this show like yeah. even even the good guys are getting really really dark and uh it, it, where, where do you think that's going to lead us for for the next season do you think do you think they're going to all you know find redemption and things are going to end on a happy note or do you think that we're, we're you know we started this season at 50% dark, 50% light and the next season's gonna be like 75% dark 25% light I think so yeah, you, yeah. I
1: think it's more the 75-25 mm-hmm. because everybody there's just so much that has happened and in storybook world it's really only been like a month
0: mm-hmm. Like since magic came back
1: magic's I, only been back about a month yeah that, that
2: like, that's quite a lot for a lot to have happened Mm-hmm. Right, Definitely.
1: and I I don't know. I think there's there's still just gonna be a lot of dark. There's no way they can wrap it up in a pretty little bow in the next couple of weeks either. And sugarcoat it and say,
2: oh, no. we're all happy. You we're 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 getting our happy ending, and all of a sudden, you know, because if it does go down like that, <laughs> a lot of people are going to be very upset.
1: Right. Okay. Well, like, what's gonna happen with Neil when he finds out Tamara is an evil
2: bee?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, oh wow. <laughs> Like, I am very pro-Emma and Neil, very pro-them getting back together, and I was just like, ah, why Tamara? And then why? she was evil, and I was like, oh, good, you're gone now. Right. You're disposable. You're not, you're not just evil, but
2: you're yeah. working with Owen at the same time. And it's, exactly. It's like, you basically added the equation of being the evil bee for, you know, that episode because that's what I kept calling you. <laughs> in oh, <that> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, uh, something else that isn't appropriate for, for the family audience is my notes about uh, Tamara in this episode. No,
1: not no. even remotely. It's very similar to the bucket.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, it's
1: actually almost exactly the bucket. Bucket. So... <laughs> <laughs> Bucker. Bucker. <laughs> 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 Sorry.
0: No, but it's like, and you know, it's definitely going to be hard to wrap everything up, like you said, Anne Marie, into a, a tight little bow when they're throwing like huge plot points that almost completely redefine this half season to us. You know, this close to the end of it, it's it's like a it, it, this episode I I really think was a complete game changer yep. as as far as uh, my my expectations for the rest of the season. No. So,
2: <laughs> so <come on>. uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anthony and Anne Marie. I, I we'll let Anthony go first. Okay. Um. Let's see here. I gotta think. I have to think of something. I've oh, said oh, before.
1: oh, yes. This part.
0: Uh yeah. Oh man, I should have thought of this before I said anything about it. Um. Okay. Here Out me. of fourteen <laughs> magic tasers. How many ta- magic tasers would you give this episode, Anthony?
2: Um, out of 14 magic tasers, I'd say the ending really put it over the top for me. So. Thirteen
1: point five magic tasers. Oh man! Nice. That's a lot of taser. Well,
0: I think that's actually uh, thirteen magic tasers and one regular taser. Because if you take half of a regular taser away or a magic taser <laughs> exactly. away, it's just a regular taser. That's exactly. You're yes. right.
2: <laughs> You're right. So yes.
0: Okay, Anne Marie. Uh, I... Out of fourteen magic magical tasers.
1: I am going to go for eleven point two five magical tasers.
0: Eleven point two five. Uh why why less than the thirteen point five?
1: Um just cause. No, I um I liked it, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, we learned a lot, a lot happened. I really like the Chinese stuff, but not enough snow for me. <laughs> there was no Belle. Where's my princesses? Sorry, no. Oh, i so princesses. sorry.
2: Actually, I'll, I also want to ask a question about her. Also, um, what about Belle? What yeah, she back? She's she
0: supposed of
1: sudden, to come back.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think uh, I think the next episode uh, from from what I've heard, uh, yeah, we're gonna it get some. It, it's gonna be a, a big Belle episode. So.
2: Who knows, maybe, That's... you know, that magical kiss can say, oh, I love you, Rumpel, <laughs> I remember you.
0: Yeah, it may, it may, who knows, maybe Maybe. Uh, after the connection they had over the phone when Rumpel thought he was dying, maybe the kiss will work this time.
2: <laughs> instead, of, instead of what you're doing, um, like, don't just, just take it. Just look at the cuff. I don't want to look at the Super Cup. Throw a cup, shatters, <laughs> there goes Chip. <laughs>
0: okay. Nice. Okay, well, I think I'm going to land right between the both of you on this, okay. and I'm okay. going to give it 13.0003591 Magic Taser.
1: Oh, for the love. What do you have? Oh, half a battery? <laughs> right,
0: right, what do you have? Half a battery? Half a
1: battery. <laughs> for real, I thought I was ridiculous. Nope. Award goes to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, born, 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 born. No,
0: but <laughs> definitely love the episode though it, it, it was really good i do think uh <clears throat> actually tamara's performance overall was a little weak i really liked the writing and the characterization uh-huh. i i did and it might have just been because of what what i thought that character was <laughs> but I, I i didn't really get that through her portrayal it was more through the writing and stuff like that but i love the yes. episode and uh if we were going to have to say goodbye to August, I'm glad we got a good at good August episode. We haven't
1: said goodbye to August. Yeah, he, he is did. now going to school with Henry. Exactly.
0: Well, <laughs> we'll see. We've said goodbye to August and hello to Pinocchio 2.0. 2. Ah, 2.0. 2. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> okay great well uh anthony we're gonna go ahead and let you drop off here and we're gonna get a, into some news and listener questions and wrap up this super super mega episode but uh, we want to thank you a ton for coming on yes, and joining thank us you so much and thank uh you so much for having me oh no problem uh, is there anywhere uh, you want to point people to to uh look you up if they're interested
2: um well actually uh i talk about this show all the time so really you can follow me at Hoops900, that's H-O-O-P-S 900, and, um, you know, you'll find a couple of things there, you know, I'll just start posting things uh, when I'm going to be stalking the show and just say, yes, I'm listening to you right now, <laughs> I'm just put, putting my little two cents in and say, you know, I'm just putting it in there, <laughs> so, yeah, look, like, look me up if, if, you, if you like and everything, you know.
0: I'm, I'm going to put a personal challenge out to every one of our listeners out there. Go and vol- follow Anthony. He was a great guest, and uh, we are so pleased to have fans like him and fans that bug us when we miss a week. It makes us feel loved.
1: We do feel the love. <laughs> we're we we're,
0: we're, we're like the person who who uh, posts up on Facebook. Does this dress make me look ugly? Because we want people to say it makes us look beautiful.
2: (laughs) All (laughs) the time. time, Does this polka dot dress make you look nice?
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) What do you think of it? Does it match the pumps?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why are you talking fashion? I
0: have no idea. You should never
1: talk fashion. Haven't we talked about that?
0: I I think so. I think so. Okay, but we're going to let you drop, Anthony, and uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay?
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Well, he was a good guest.
1: Good guest. Good guest. Yay. I enjoyed him. I did, too.
0: Now, uh, I know we already did some, but we have a little bit more... News. Okay, so once upon a time... There were some ratings. People watched this episode. Actually, people
1: did watch the episode.
0: <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, no. But uh, once upon a time, uh, between 18 and 49 year olds, got a 2.2 2 share, and uh, it actually uh, they it, it actually came up a little bit from the preliminary ratings. Uh, but it's not it, it's not uh, uh, season best or anything. But it's a lot better than we have been doing. For sure. Right. Because C- I don't think we've, pre- I, I think this is the first time we've crested, Uh, a, I think, 2.1 since uh, the beginning of this half season or the first couple episodes. Is it? I think so. I think so. I could be wrong on that. Uh, I would have to cross-reference all of our other ratings reports <laughs> to be sure. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, overall, pretty good. Uh, uh, and what was our other story here that we have?
1: Trailers. and Or do you want to jump to what I just added? Oh,
0: uh, we can we can address that real quick. I actually know nothing about that, but I can guess. But go I ahead. I figured you
1: didn't. Um, okay, so I follow the Blue Fairy, and which is uh, kind <laughs> we of all case.
0: follow the Blue Fairy. We
1: all follow the Blue Fairy. Um, but because I live in my own little world, I didn't realize she's on a new show that just started.
0: we oh, really? The Blue Fairy? Possibly. But I don't what, wanna, what, sh- what show is she on?
1: It's called Bates Motel.
0: Oh, that's that's the one that's it's uh kind of like a prequel to su- the movie Psycho, right?
1: I have no idea. I'm literally I, telling you everything I know.
0: I'm pretty sure it is. It's on A and E uh is she, I wonder if she's playing Mrs. Is she playing Mrs. Bates, Norman's mommy?
1: Possibly
0: that would Possibly, be cool, cool
1: i again have not followed properly i just know that <laughs> i've seen it thrown out there and it's actually airing as we're recording okay.
0: <laughs> so she's tweeting out about it and
1: somebody all. tweeted about it i was like oh yeah i should talk about that um
0: yeah hopefully uh, that doesn't steal her away from once upon a time though right. because there's there's some yeah. story left to tell with the blue
1: fairy. there is so much story left to tell
0: um we, we need the blue fairy <laughs> here <laughs> i
1: am here i am <laughs> Let me get my wand. Um, but I I believe she might actually be that character that you said. So I mean, she doesn't hasn't had a huge role on once lately, but mm. I feel if they go back, she should.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I I I've always um kind kind of taken the position that if if there's any super duper duper big bag big okay. bad rather not big bag uh-huh. um but uh if the blue fairy isn't it she's involved somehow and uh yeah, she she knows what's going on right more or less uh, i if, if there's anyone who who seems to have more games running than rumple it's it's the, it's it's the fairy uh, sp- specifically the blue fairy <laughs> right
1: well she's the lead fairy
0: mm-hmm. and uh Let's see, our final story uh, that we wanted to talk about in this second news section, uh, we said it was going to be a super mega episode. Super and
1: mega episode!
0: Indeed it is. I but like um, at the end of uh, Selfless, Brave, and True, they played a trailer for the remaining four episodes for the season, which is not going to be on for like a month. Ugh.
1: Seriously, it's a three-week yeah. break, and then a behind-the-scenes thing, and then the final episodes.
0: Yeah, but you know, it was the, the trailer is it's a bunch of like half second like shots mixed in with a few lines here and there. The two big things I took away from it, uh, we're going to be introduced to another new storybook, a
1: good guy. They specifically say a good guy.
0: Yeah, a, a new a new good guy, and it's going to be. Uh, and uh, if you don't want spoilers, please turn it off now. You should already be listening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you it's going to be Robin Hood. We're we're going to get introduced to Robin Hood, which is interesting. Especially considering I thought if we were going to be focusing on any character in green and tights it would be Peter Pan. <laughs> See, but, yeah.
1: Well, we know we're getting that too.
0: You know, I I wonder, you know, they dress very similarly. Like I wonder if they're going to do something where Robin Hood is Peter Pan or something. No. That I wonder <laughs> I wonder if that could work. No, probably not.
1: No, probably no. not. We have basically been told mm-hmm. that Neil is Peter Pan.
0: Yeah, more or less. More or less. It's like nine-tenths of the way. I'm, I'm nine-tenths certain <laughs> that Neil is Peter Pan. And, uh, well, and one other thing they say in this trailer that I thought was significant is Emma. They show a shot of Emma, and she's try, obviously trying to convince somebody that Storybrooke isn't safe. Which is probably going to tie back into the whole half of the town wants to stay, half of the town wants to go thing. Right. Building up towards. So uh, that's very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Unfortunately, we'll have to wait a while <laughs> before. Oh, quite a while. Quite a but, while. Uh, okay, I guess uh, now we should go ahead and get into listener questions, comments, etc. Do you want to read the first one from Jessica?
1: I was actually, can I read the review real quick so I don't forget?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, and we should point this out. If you leave a five-star review for us on iTunes, we it's we'll four-star, isn't it? No, it's five. 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 We will read it on the show, and uh, we got one just uh, yesterday, I think, Uh, so uh, you want to go ahead and read that one? Sure.
1: Okay. This is from Jen in New York City. This podcast is great. I've been listening since the start of season two. Good, because
0: that's when we started.
1: (laughs) Um, And I find myself really looking forward to it every week. Greetings from Storybrooke was the first once podcast I started listening to.
0: I feel honored.
1: I know! Um, I've since started listening to a couple others since the round table, but this is by far my favorite. Bill and Anne-Marie are really funny and smart. No one calls me smart. Oh Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They have a great dynamic together and definitely do not take themselves too seriously. Their theories and predictions are usually spot on, even when I don't agree with them on an episode. Sometimes they are a little too generous with the hate raid. (laughs) (laughs) They are so funny and likable that I still truly enjoy the podcast. They recently did a rewatch of the pilot during one of the breaks, and I like this format as well. It was fun to look back at the beginning. Now... Now that we have two seasons of One's Knowledge, they definitely should do another one during the next break. Thanks for the great show. Keep it up. Thank you, Jen in New York City.
0: Yes, thank you very much, Jen. And you will be happy to know that we are definitely going to try and do one one or two commentaries and a spoiler party over the course of the break. Uh, We were... we we were go we were going to focus on the the Bay centric episodes, uh, basically the episode where Rumple gets turned into the Dark One, and then the one where Bay gets sucked into the land without magic. And we, we're gonna we, we aim to do one of those last break. <laughs> and we didn't get around to it, but I think I think what we should do, Anne Marie, is we should just sit down one Saturday evening and do both of them, and then we'll release them one after the other, okay, or something like that. But, uh, okay, and uh, so I guess we should go ahead and get into our first letter here. This one's from Jessica. She says, hey, guy, and we had to truncate this a little bit. I apologize, Jessica, but, you know, we're super mega episode, but we don't want it to be a super mega mega
2: episode. Mega episode, right.
0: Okay, uh, she says, hey, guys, first off, I really love the show. Just caught up with it and listened to all of your theories. I wanted to make sure I heard what was already covered before going and saying any of my own. Uh, Now to get. What's that? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now to get to my theories. Uh, They are all pretty out there and have slim possibilities of happening, but I would like to share anyways. My first is about when Ariel is introduced. I agree with her being in Neverland, since one of the mermaids there did somewhat resemble her, I think. But my other thought is that Rumple could be Ursula. I know he's already so many characters, (laughs) but, but it is about a deal, which is his thing. I, that's very true. That's uh, I, so true. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all, unless unless they have a, a great actress to play Ursula.
1: <laughs> well, okay, but just jumping in <laughs> super quick, if Ariel is in Neverland, I don't feel like Rumple has been to Neverland.
0: You know what? I I I would agree with that just because of the whole Bay Hulk situation. Thing. Right. Le- unless he Hulk was there. Bay. Unless he was there when Bay wasn't. But then why the curse and all that? Still
1: hooked. Still hooked. What's that? Still the hook thing. Hook's kind of a Neverland. It's his oh, thing. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it, it's never been stated outright whether they've had other encounters besides the ones we've seen either.
1: No, but okay. Anyway, continue. It's been
0: implied. Continue. And uh, you know, we cut one. <laughs> uh, so we've heard about a spinoff for Jefferson, which I'm all for. And we talked about that a little bit uh, during our last news section. But I had a thought about a plot line. What if Alice and even her whole family were realm jumpers like Jefferson, and Alice, only knowing a little bit about it at her young age, is messing around and accidentally creates a portal and winds up in Wonderland? I I, I kind of like that one. I that really was, do. But- Okay, can't wait for the next uh, – can't wait for the episode on last week's episode to come out, <laughs> which you should have just heard a little bit ago. Well, well. <laughs> and then the one for the next one, which is the one you're listening to Listen now. Listening
1: to right now, yeah. Thanks
0: for the great podcast. And uh, thank you very much, Jessica. That was a great letter.
1: Okay, and I believe this is our last one for two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and it's from our good old buddy, Win. Hi, Anne-Marie and Bill. I'm looking forward to your expanded episode, and I'm slowly working on a letter-slash-essay of sorts regarding Henry that you can poke fun at in the future. Looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to rein in my sarcasm because I think my work burnout is spilling over into my attitude towards Once Upon a Time. (laughs) To boil down my... feeling about selfless, brave and true. This episode focused on an old character. I never cared about adult August, a new character that is unnecessary Tamara. Do we really need another evil Superwoman with an ax to grind? True that.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say, uh, I, I think, I think when kind of shares my sentiment, I really liked the progression and the twist of Tamara. I didn't necessarily like the reality of tomorrow. Right. <laughs>
1: um, I will say, and I think this is where I got everything I said earlier. Um, The taser killing August was ridiculous, because it's a non-lethal weapon in the first place, and Wood isn't that great a conductor in the second. Two, I'm very glad August is Pinocchio again. Hopefully he and Marco will go off to their happy ending elsewhere. Three, please Regina, kill Owen and Tamara quickly. Four, I actually found myself wondering what Aurora and Mulan were up to during this episode. Still a more appealing couple than Owen and Tamara. (laughs) I think you need a vacation, Win. Yeah,
0: you I think you, you, you should need a
1: vacation. Y-
0: you know what I think Win needs, and uh, I I think Win needs to join us for a Friday night spoiler party <gasps> over this break. it's not soon enough because we already. Well, I I think I think Win's just making excuses. <laughs> oh, you're and gone. I'm not, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna let I'm I'm not gonna stand for it. I'm not gonna stand for it, Win. You are joining us for a Friday night spoiler party or I will eat my own foot. Ew. That's my challenge to you. Dude. Dude. What? Gross. I'll put ketchup on it or something. Oh, It'll be good. fine.
1: Maybe
0: you'll like it. But if you want to <laughs> <you wanna> leave <laughs> feedback for, for the show uh, while we're on the break here, you can email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us at gfstorybrook. Uh, we have a Facebook, a Google Plus, all that. In the Facebook has been kicking lately, right? The Am
1: Facebook, right? seriously, it has picked up. Um, like we've gotten, and okay, it, it won't sound terribly impressive, but we have like forty-four likes. And I'm not gonna lie, I know half of them, but <laughs> I only know half of them, so that's really <laughs> encouraging to me. But,
0: but yeah, you, you can get our our Facebook our Google Plus, all that stuff at our website, uh, greetings from I, I Sorry, I, I interrupted you. You were going to say something else? Or?
1: No, I think I was just going to say, you know, tell people about the Facebook, share some things, Yeah, expand you know community.
0: Just it, in general, if you know someone who likes Once Upon a Time, you should tell them about our show.
1: Exactly. Invite them.
0: Yeah, the more audience we have, the more likely we might be able to get a panel at DragonCon, which I'm still trying to figure out. Oh, I, I was think... wondering
1: if you were going to say anything about
0: that I'll, I'll just say that things are looking 24% better than they were last time we discussed it. But uh, <laughs> let's see. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Bill Meeks. That's M-E-E-K-S. And, and, uh,
1: and I'm at A-M-D-E-S-I-M-O-N-E.
0: And uh, I guess until we do some commentaries, or ABC decides to actually decides to actually air the show that we enjoy. (laughs) uh, Come on, they
1: just aired four weeks in a row.
0: Ooh, 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 ABC! But uh, (laughs) until next Easter, I keep trying to do the tagline. You keep. I know.
1: I know. This is the problem: being in a different room, huh?
0: I know. I know. Okay, (laughs) Okay, but until next time. Greetings Greetings from from (laughs) Storybrook. That was so off.
1: It's horrible.
0: Keep it.